Good morning, everyone. I have Juno Police Lieutenant Craig Campbell here with me on this rather soggy morning. <laughs> Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Given that this is usually the wettest month here in Juneau, it might be worth a reminder that folks need to take hydro planning into account. Yeah, I think we're all probably hoping that maybe the weather stops raining and it becomes nice, but that's probably not the reality if you've lived in Juneau very long. We know usually the fall gets a lot of rain, uh, which leads to a lot of uh, water on the roadway, uh, which kind of can result in... Um, you know, just some additional safety things to consider. Uh, typically, you know, kind of standard, following the standard recommendations of when there's uh, could be slippery or icy and things like that. Uh, speed is usually the biggest factor. Um, travel at a speed that's prudent and safe for the road conditions. Because uh, the brakes are affected when there's rain on that on the yeah. road. Yeah, braking, um, you know, you're not going to brake as well. You could lose traction. You could hydroplane. Uh, and just going at a safe speed is usually going to be the uh, contributing factor of that. And I always tell people is, hey, 55, you know, if you're on driving on Egan, 55 might not be the safest speed, depending on uh, how much water's on the roadway, how much ice is on there. So you got to look at the road and weather conditions, your own driving ability, uh, and things like that. Uh, it takes me about 10 minutes to get from here to the station to Super Bear and vice versa. It's too bad some folks want to turn that into seven minutes. Yep. Uh, uh, sometimes that extra minute just isn't really worth it, you know, going 60 or 70 on a, on a wet day. And, mm-hmm. you know, all vehicles handle a little bit differently. Uh, everyone's driving ability is a little bit differently. But typically I would tell people, is, hey, on those wet, nasty days, those icy days, just travel at a safer speed to keep everybody safe. Yeah, we're going to get that ice eventually. Yep, it's coming. So uh, I think I was looking at the, I think it's been two weeks, they were calling for potential some for snow. So uh, usually about Halloween, I think we start getting in our first snowfall. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Start uh, planning accordingly. Maybe start getting your winter tires on there. All those things help. Oh, yeah, I've already got those serviced. Now, Craig. Usually around this time, too, the prescription drug take-back event happens. Uh, is that coming up? Yeah, we hold two prescription drug take-back events uh, a year, usually one in just before spring and one in the fall this time. It's part of the DEA uh, National Prescription Drug Take-Back. We partner with them. Uh, we're going to be doing one on October 29th, which is a Saturday. It runs from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, we'll be at the Juno Police Department, and it's really just a time for uh, people in the community to come in, drop those prescription uh, um, pills off and we can get them disposed of and get them shipped out of town and so it's just not a hassle for people Uh, and they're not just not hanging around people's house sometimes people don't know what to do with them or they keep them in cupboards and the whole goal of that is to just not have those prescription pills um, accessible to people who might abuse them or uh, kids that may find them and may be curious and could ingest them and cause some potential injury Uh, And we just want to have an avenue for people to take out and dispose of them. Mm -hmm. Um, With that, we also have at JPD a daily prescription drug uh, drop-off box. So, yeah, we do have these bigger events where we take everything and dispose of them. Uh, Just daily people can come in, uh, come into the JPD lobby. We have this box, turn those in, uh, and then we'll get those shipped out eventually as well. And what if somebody's not quite sure if this is a drug that they should be taking back? Yeah, you know, um, we get a lot. I mean, I've had people come in because I've done these the past couple of years, and they'll bring in Tylenol, Advil. We, we're really not concerned about it. If there's things that you have any question about, 
feel free to bring it in. We'll get it shipped off. Uh, and so we'll even take over the counter stuff. Um, and that's perfectly fine as well. People got a bunch of unused medication. I'd say bring it in. And what's usually the amount brought in typically? You know, it definitely has lessened throughout the years um, since we've been doing these events. And primarily the reason is because we have that daily prescription drug box at the police department. So people, it's not just like we have two events per year and you get more coming in. So people bring No, no more prescription drugs after that. No, no, no yeah, more. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so, so we have... Uh, an avenue for people to drop stuff off at any time um, during normal business hours and we'll get that taken care of. And these just two events are kind of just more partnering with uh, our other agencies and allowing and kind of get publicized a little more so people kind of as a reminder like, oh yeah, maybe I need to do this. Um, so we've seen less of um, amount being brought in on those days, but collectively we still are bringing in quite a few um, pounds. And, I think the last time we did it was like between 100 to 150 pounds of prescription medication between the two events. Um, so that could be like an event that we did in uh, April all the way up until now. You know, I'd be looking and say, hey, we'll probably have close to 100 pounds of prescription medication or uh, any medication that's been dropped off. Well, at least it's good that could be prevented from being accidentally used then. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the 29th, you said, though, yep. the morning of the 29th? Yep, Saturday the 29th, uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. All right. And moving on to a different drug, I wanted to talk about fentanyl. And uh, could you explain to us the current concerns with the drug? We've been hearing a lot of focus on it as of late. Yeah, you know, uh, as everybody knows, there's always been a drug problem to some degree. And we say drug problem, but... Um, any illegal drug use is, is a potential problem because it can cause a lot of damage to people's lives and could lead to death. Uh, so it's always been a fear of um, things that here in Juneau, you know, we've had oxycodone, we've had methamphetamine, we have heroin, those things are still prevalent. Um, but fentanyl, where it's new is, and it's, a, it's not necessarily new, it's, it's been around for a little bit, but it's a manufactured drug, um, it's similar, uh, and usually it's used to make something similar to oxycodone. Uh, it's a pill. And, so but, when you say new, it's in the sense that it's becoming more prevalent? Yeah, more okay. prevalent, yeah. And But what they've seen across the country is its use has, or is leading to more overdoses and deaths. And so that's very concerning for people. It's very concerning here. Um, and I understand, you know, some people have uh, drug problems that they may be trying to uh, battle with, but they may not be trying to, you know, they're trying to get high. They're not trying to accidentally die. And that's always the, the gamble when you are, are using things like that. But we're just seeing a higher increase of overdoses. And so that's very concerning. And by so that's something that we want to try to do, stop the inflow of drugs coming into Juno. Uh, all drugs, but specifically fentanyl, are, are highly concerning. And before, before the program, we were chatting a little bit about uh, uh, fentanyl looking like other pieces of, say, food, for example, candy. There was there, we've seen photos of this rainbow fentanyl, and I've put it next to just your regular sweet tarts, and they they look frighteningly similar. What? Why would they need to do this though? To yeah. change the look of it, I mean. You know, I think uh, I don't hundred percent know. What, you know, we'd have to ask people that make it. I mean, some of them are just um, trying to figure out like why some done that. Ventral is typically. I mean, it's a it's a 
man-made drug and it's typically made that we've seen here in Juno is to made to mimic oxycodone pills and those would be a little round pill and but I have seen photographs from other drug seizures across the nation and you'll see just different designs different patterns uh, different colors which we get into this rainbow fentanyl of like blues and greens and reds uh, really to kind of mimic candy and I don't know if that's um, done specifically to kind of make it like hey it's nothing illegal it's just a little uh, piece of candy it's a little pill and I think my own feelings is you know is somebody who's looking at trying drugs is hey if something that's uh, looks like a little pill is a little easier than shooting up heroin with a needle you know the the what it looks I like see. is less more less like a drug and more like hey just a pill lots of people use prescription pills um, and so I think it's trying to go that avenue to lessen the seriousness of a perceived drug to hey it's a pill or it's a piece of candy that can get you high um, and I think people are more likely to try that um, if it seems like there's you know less serious and whether or not the whole candy thing is like trying to be marketed to kids um, it's hard to say that but with that becomes that concern of you know if a kid finds it somewhere it could look like a piece of candy um, and then ingest it you know could leave to a serious injuries or death um, how unfortunate seen, yeah and we've seen rainbow fentanyl here in Alaska I don't know specifically of it being in Juneau definitely we've had fentanyl in here in Juneau but the rainbow one where it's the multicolored uh, we've seen that up north so I mean it's eventually going to get here uh, it just takes a little bit of time some longer time um, yeah so it's highly concerning because of just the dangers it poses to the community and if it you know kids are finding it they might not recognize it as a drug and, and, and with those concerns i imagine that would mean the southeast drug enforcement task force would be this would be on its radar huh yep definitely it's on our radar um you know the our drug task force is connected to other task forces within alaska that are combating drugs we share information basically kind of looking we're working as one large team and sharing information uh, so things that are showing up in anchorage or kodiak or, or fairbanks that's being shared with um, task force members down in southeast alaska to be kind of be on the lookout for things very good but we'll take a brief break we'll be right back And we're back with Juno Police Lieutenant Craig Campbell. Uh, are there any updates to that crash over at Auk Lake at around midnight yesterday? But last we heard, there were possibly three occupants involved. That's correct. Uh, we did issue an update this morning on our press release, which is available on our website. Uh, we were able to confirm with CCFR and dive teams that the man believed to be the driver of the vehicle uh, was located uh, deceased inside uh, which was the vehicle which was submerged underwater uh, next kid was notified of that death and we've also released that name to the public um, we are still trying to locate one of the people that was believed to be a passenger in the vehicle as um, the two passengers were what we believe to be were uh, thrown from the vehicle at some point during the crash 
uh, at least once sustained some minor injuries. They gone to the hospital, but they also were gone prior to police arrival. Uh, we're still trying to locate the um, the third pass or individual of the vi- uh, of the vehicle that was a passenger, and thankfully we have confirmed that the person uh, did get out, but we just haven't been able to locate him yet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's a sad scene for the the family who's dealing with that loss um, of the death of their loved one, and uh, you know it's a case we're still investigating try to determine uh, the cause of the crash and uh, all those things that we normally do during a death investigation appreciate that update Uh, on a different note i saw the department was able to complete its tech upgrades when we last spoke to the chief it sounded like it was upgrades to the dispatch system so tell us about that yeah so kind of generally we upgraded our uh, computer-aided dispatch our basically all of these systems that when somebody calls and you start taking that report information, how you put it in the computer system to start documenting that, um, that was upgraded. Um, and the systems that officers use to uh, create police reports, write police reports or type police reports uh, and save all that information in what we call our records management system, all that was upgraded. And when I say upgraded, it's actually completely new. So it's a new vendor providing new information and uh, which is really nice because it is some newer technology, just a newer system uh, versus the one we had, which was much older. But with that comes just a learning curve of trying to learn how to use the systems, how to get everybody trained up, how to do them, how to get the new system to do all the tasks that our old system did. And, you know, we in our old system, we had 20 years to kind of fine tune things and get things the way that we wanted them to work. And now with the new system, we got to relearn all that. and. Some work very similar, some don't. And uh, so it's a, it's a continued work in progress of trying to uh, figure that stuff out. But Put it into perspective a little bit, because when, as a member of the public, for example, I look at these dispatch reports and I only see four to five calls on there. There was an arrest there, a call to service there, but that can't be all of what you guys did that day, is it? That's correct. So the things that you typically see on uh, a daily bulletin are things that we have made cases onto, cases on and are being investigated. Um, generally, the police department um, gets quite a few calls for service, and that could be anytime someone calls and says, you know, hey, my cat's stuck in the tree. I need JPD assistance. You know, that's, uh, you know, not a very, but but there's a variety of reasons why someone might call the police and go. And uh, so we might go, we might help provide assistance. Um, It might be something we look into. Maybe there's some type of disturbance, but just doesn't uh, constitute uh, an actual crime. Uh, And typically call for service is some kind of minor action. And then uh, if it's a case that we're investigating a crime or something that needs to get more details and documented, we create a case and document that. So the bulletin is what you're seeing is like the more serious stuff that um, is either a crime or we're documenting for a specific reason uh, to continue to investigate. But all the other calls for service things aren't listed in there because they're typically minor in in nature. But I'm hoping people, when they see the bulletin, they don't just look at it and go, oh, there's only five things the police did. That's a pretty (laughs) light day. It's like, no, we might have gone to another 40 or 50, if more, calls for service. But these are the big ones that actually needed the documentation. Whereas there might have been 10 others stuck in the tree calls. Yep, correct. Well, as we're winding down here, what's the latest on staffing, Craig? 
You know, staffing is a continued um, work in progress for the police department. I think in all avenues from dispatchers to police officers, um, you know, I think we're struggling to find people and struggling to find um, good uh, qualified candidates. And I think we are really hoping to get more people from the community. And that's really our, our, our focus um, is to get people within our community to work in the police department to kind of really help make a difference in their community. And uh, I always tell people, it's like, hey, if you never thought about law enforcement, uh, consider it. If you're looking for a career change, is we look for people from all walks of life. It uh, doesn't necessarily have to be uh, someone who's like, I've always been at a cop since you know I've been 10 and I want to do this. It's like, nope, we've had people who have been uh, a bus driver or a pastor or you know, all kinds of different jobs and have come into law enforcement work and have excelled. Uh, it can be a fun, rewarding career. Um, and but we just we just need the people and staff. I think we're down. I think we're down still seven people, uh, and we have some other potential people that uh, may be moving on. And so it's a continued recruitment is a continued uh, thing that we're working on. Um, so if you know anybody or anybody listening knows anybody that is looking for a job you think would be qualified, uh, then let them know. They can always contact the police department. They can contact myself uh, and. We'll put them in touch with somebody who can provide them uh, more information about what it's like uh, to be a police officer, get them to do ride-alongs with a police officer, kind of see like, hey, would this be something, like career that I would want to do? Um, but along the way, I'm sure a good Samaritan doesn't hurt here and there, right? That's correct. You know, I think it takes uh, a community to uh, report crime, to uh, help out and assist with things because just the cops that are on the street, they're just not enough. You can't, you don't have enough eyes to see everything and you need people to be vigilant uh, and to work with the police department. And really it's just about trying to keep your community safe and not let um, crime go, you know. Unseen. Unseen, yeah. Fair enough. Well, thank you, Craig, for being here this morning. Hey, thanks, Kevin. Take and care. drive safe. Thank you. And drive safe to you, too, as well. This is the end of the program. I'm Kevin Allen, Fraction Line, signing off.